Some days I wonder what the hell is wrong with people. I mean, adults to be exact. Last Saturday, Nickelodeon confirmed on Twitter that SpongeBob was now among the LGBT community. Okay, he they got a picture of him popped up with a hashtag pride with the LGBTQ plus community and their allies this month and every month, I guess. So I don't know. According to, this is according to people. So here's my question. Don't get mad at me. I'm just a regular guy. I just, I just want to know. Why? Seriously. SpongeBob's a cartoon. Now, I'm not so far removed to not understand that a lot of cartoons these days are emulating real life in real life situations. But really, SpongeBob, he's a cartoon. SpongeBob. Okay. SpongeBob. He has a snail for a pet. Where do we put this? LGBTQ plus community innuendo in that. I don't know. I just tell you, just blows my mind. Well, I hate to see who else is gonna come out the closet. Patrick? I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? I am Brian Matthews, your host, and this is Confessions of an Ugly Black Man. Now, I hope after this podcast, you don't judge me or judge me too harshly. Now, I say this because I don't want to knock anyone's parenting style, but if you see some similarities in some of the parenting styles that I talk about, and you don't like what I'm saying, maybe you need to reevaluate your methods. I mean, first of all, I'm no expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm definitely not a child psychologist, and I make mistakes like any other parent. But yet, I've been around kids. You know, I was a football coach. I'm a dad. I'm a grandpa. So I've been around kids. First of all, being a parent is a hard job. So for those on the front lines of parenthood, I salute you. The fact that both you and your kid or kids are walking and talking, especially the ones with teenagers, speaks volumes. Which I still find it kind of funny is I'm driving down the highway on the lit up billboards in the middle of the highway that has to remind you not to leave your freaking kids in the car. Honestly, really? There should be a test. There should be a test sometime, you know, after birth or whatever that identifies that, hey, this person does stupid stuff. They have a propensity to be stupid. You know what? Right there. Cut them. They are not allowed to breed. They are not allowed to breed. Uh, for prime example, for those who don't know or those who remember because you're old like me, Susan Smith, who is now or at least the time of this article that was written, she was about 43. Now, she was convicted in 1995 of murdering her three-year-old Michael and her 14-month Alex, you know, by strapping them into the car seat and driving them into the freaking lake. Now, here's the thing. This is what kind of set everybody else off, which I guess they should have focused on the fact that she killed her kids. She blamed it on the black dude that a black guy stole the vehicle and, you know, that's what everybody was looking for. But the stories just came out. Listen, I don't know. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just saying I understand that there are some parenting caveats that some people need to really evaluate how they whether you should have kids or not period uh, just because you have the ability to have kids don't mean you should be having kids so and and for those people who are still needing reminders to not leave your freaking kid in the car each year about 38 children die from being left unintended in a hot car now this is according to kidsincars.org now, a this is a national nonprofit focused on keeping children safe in or around vehicles. About 27% entered the car without their parents realizing about 56 were left in the car accidentally. 
You know, regardless, however the kid got in the car is irrelevant. That's just boils down to bad parenting. You, you got little kids, you want them, you know what? I always say, hey, where's my son? I have to hear him because if he gets too quiet, I want to know what he's doing. I'm not saying that he may be up to no good or something bad might happen, but I want to make sure that my kid is walking, talking, breathing, and have all his fingers and toes. Now, my nine to five, which is, it's, it's not an easy job, it's not a hard job either, but my nine to five, uh, it gives me a true perspective about parenting and kids. Now, I work around parents who have disabled children. Now, the one thing that hurts my heart is to know or hear a story about a child who was born healthy, but because of some asshole parent, and it's usually a guy, uh, I hate to say it, I'm not saying that women don't harm their children, but it's, in these situations, have I heard, it's always dad the dad wasn't a husband he was like a boyfriend and he was a piece of crap from the beginning okay i'm going off on a tangent bottom line the kid started off normal but because of some incident the child became handicapped and his life is forever changed the whole family's life is forever changed but for me like when i'm delivering you know a piece of a medical equipment such as a walker and the children are taking their first or or continuing them to be more independent you know and, and they just take off that right there makes me smile that, that's that's a rewarding feeling within itself now with all that being said i don't take being parent being a parent lightly i don't i admit when i was a young dad i had all the greatest intentions but i really wasn't equipped to be a father however my kids are adults now with their own kids and guess what people none of them are in jail FYI, this isn't a soft and feel-good story. Well, it could be, I guess. First and foremost, my youngest child has now the ability and the intellect to play video games. So we have benchmarked. This this is what a lot of us dads are waiting for. I don't know what mom's waiting for. Not a mom. Now, I raised my son from the time he popped out to he's walking and talking and talking crazy. So he's there. So this is a benchmark for us. This is this is what I've been waiting for. He also has learned a few bad things from me as well, you know, like trash talking. I've, I've heard him trash talk. Um, I do that quite frequently because, you know, I'm playing my video games and I'm trash talking. So at least the trash talking isn't to the point where it's derogatory, but okay, it's trash talking. Now, unfortunately, his confidence at this point is bigger and better than his skill. Let me say this. Now, my friends who know me know when I when I compete, you know, the things that I do, they, they know that I'm highly, highly competitive. But they recognize his demeanor, and I've tried to have my son do some of the things that I do, you know, like jujitsu, what have you. And it's just not there. And they would always come up to me and say, he's not like you, is he? I'm like, nah, nah, not really. Kind of like shrugged my shoulders. Now, see me, when I lose, I get more determined to win. I'll be honest with you. I get a little meaner too. Not in, that, not in everything, but like video games or board games. You know, if I lose, I don't want to lose twice. Do the same thing. I get more competitive to win, and so I work at it. And so um, I'm very, very determined. Very, very determined. And I see that in my son. I see that in my son that he's also very determined. But he has to have a reason to be determined. If that makes sense. Just listen. It all makes sense at the end. Anyway, this past weekend, uh, my son was talking about Injustice 2, and I knew I had Injustice 2, you know, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just download it to his his uh, Xbox One, do it for free, and try to, like, beat the system. Well, the system said, no, you're going to pay the nine bucks for this game. Nine bucks, that's right, dirt cheap, my G, dirt cheap. So after I paid the nine bucks and unlocked the game, 
we played a couple rounds and yeah, I, I beat the snot out of him, but I was I was kind of like one of the respectful beats. Oh yeah, you need to work a little bit harder. So I guess you say he goes into the lab and he just starts playing his game and playing his game and he's practicing and practicing and practicing. And then uh, I realized when I started playing earlier that yeah, I don't remember all this. I didn't really finish the game, kind of lost interest in it. So I did what most dads would do. I started playing the story mode and that basically is undercover practicing. <laughs> and my son would come in just to see what I was doing. I said, I know what you're doing. I said, but I'm playing the story mode. He said, the story mode? I said, yeah. So he started playing the, the story mode. And he's a little smug because he thought that I was practicing to beat him. So his, his, his head's a little bit bigger thinking like, okay, I can definitely beat my daddy because he's practicing now. So he's playing the story mode and I'll give him credit. He caught to me quickly, which took me, uh, took me a couple hours. He did a lot quicker than I did. That means he did less dying and more winning. Now, however, he would get to certain situations where he would get stuck. And I'll go ahead and not smash that guy. I'll say, yeah, you think you can be daddy? You think you can be daddy? He's like, no. No, I don't think I'll be daddy. That's right, you can't be daddy. I'm reinforcing it. I'm, I'm already setting him up. I'll reinforce it. And he, and I can hear him in there. And I can hear him talking to the TV. It's like he's he's... He's talking trash to the TV, just like daddy. So I know he's working hard to get it. And so after a couple hours, he comes in. He's like, daddy, will you will you play? Because you said you would play with me. I was like, ah, I don't want to play against you because I'm going to win. You'll lose. And he looks at me. And he's like, please. And it was a melting heart, please. I was like, ah. Okay. For those of you who don't know my son, he's a good looking kid. He's, he's very handsome. Far better looking than... Uh, me when I was at that age, I was a funny looking kid, big lips, uh, waterhead, you know, I just I don't know how in the life of me I transformed into this guy. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, yeah, no, no problem. And yes, yes, I am very biased about my child. Why? Because he's mine. A good parent should be. I would think so. Unless you don't like your kids. Different story altogether. So, yeah, I'm a little biased. But just to, just to keep it real, he's a cute kid. He is, you know, combination of me and his mom, so... Let's just get this. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Every kid ain't cute. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. You can be mad at me for saying it. You can judge me for saying it. But every kid ain't cute. Come on, think about it. Do you think ugly adults were cute kids that transformed into ugly adults? I mean, they were jacked up as a kid. I'm sorry. And then as they grew, they became tore up from the floor up. I'm just saying. You know, so don't get mad at me. Don't judge. I, I'm just gonna say what you're afraid to say. Now, before we started getting into the game, before we started playing, his mom, my significant other, Mi Amore, if you don't know me, Amore, I said right, she calls and she's like, I want to talk to my son, so go ahead. And he starts talking to her, and now he's bragging to her how quickly he moved up on the game and how I got stuck. And he's bragging to her, so I'm like, oh, okay, got you. So in my mind, I'm like, dude, you just, you just sealed your fate. So mom gets off the phone. He said, you can pick the player first, dad. He's confident. I'm like, I like that. I like that. And so, okay. So I picked one. And let me put it this way. I commenced to beating the brakes off this kid. Ooh, I was putting it on him. No mercy. No surrender. No, no, no. He was like, no, no. Oh, he was making all kinds of little audible noises. I mean, because I'm not showing him any mercy. And he looks at me with those big bronze. Daddy, will you take it easy on me? And with my cold, cold heart, I said, nope. I'm going to continue to get the start of you, kid. Loss after loss after loss. And I can see it's, it's just, 
it started to build up in it and that he was ready to quit. So he said, Dad, please give me a chance. I said, okay, I'm going to give you a chance. But if you brag to your friends, you'll never win again. Ever, ever, ever. If you beat me. He's like, you're trying to trick me, right? You're trying to trick me? I said, no. I said, you can take out one of my guys. You go ahead and take out one of my two lives. And we'll go from there. He's like, you're not trying to trick me. I said, this, no. So he does his best. He takes it out. And I'm watching him. And he's showing a lot of skill. And here's the thing. When it was said and done, he had two lives that had one. And then once my second my second life was like, boom, freshed up, I commenced to open a can of whoop ass. And I was going to work. I was doing some work. But in the end, when the smoke cleared, Junior had won a victory. Oh, he earned a victory. He, he, he beat me. I mean, I gave him the advantage, but regardless, he still beat me. And truth be known, when we were playing earlier, he was doing very good just to be starting on the game. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was talking trash. You know, I, I was I was in it. Now don't judge me. Like I said, that's just who I am. I wasn't talking trash to him like. You know, I'm one of those guys who like beating up on eight-year-olds <laughs> and then bragging everybody how great I am or putting the game on the easiest level, talking about, oh, I finished it in three hours. No, I'm not that guy. Hey, I'm very highly competitive. I'm competitive in Call of Duty, Ghost Recon, Battlefield, whatever you want to call it. I'm very, very competitive. And oh, by the way, I'm very, very good. Nonetheless, what I discovered is my son is also very competitive. He just lacks some physical skills, you know, to be athletic. But physically, he may not have those intangibles. But intellectually and the hand and eye coordination, he's spot on. As a matter of fact, he might be ahead of the power curve just to be eight. Now, as I stated earlier, my son is eight and he has some skills. And I also, I guess you can say, some other things that did pop up within the last week that made me realize my son is very competitive. I was talking to his uh, best friend's mother and she was telling me how they've been playing a game and during that game, he was like very animated and he was like, and then she even showed a picture of them two making mean mugs towards each other and like my son had it down. So what I realize now is that he is very competitive. He just hasn't, well for me, I didn't know what he was competitive at. So that, that's, that's a mistake on me. I, I wasn't seeking or looking to see what he would be good at, what he would like to do, what he would like to excel at. I was trying to give him the avenue, you know, like the baseball dads, the football dads. You know, I played football in high school, da da da. You're gonna play football. Yeah, that's not the case. I already knew my son was not gonna be an athlete, at least for now. I was one of those late bloomers as well, so I can't say that uh, he'll never be one. It, it's possible. Now, the thing about it is, like I said, he has great head and eye coordination, and maybe this is his way of moving up. And oh, by the way, people, there's a thing in college called esports. He can get a scholarship for ride playing video games. You think I'm kidding? Look it up. I actually saw a job on Indeed a year or so ago for an esports coach. They had some crazy games up there. I had no knowledge. I mean, I'm a video game player, but they had some weird games. I'm like, no, I, I, I don't know about that one. So, hmm. So here's the thing. If you think that I'm going to, well, how can I put this? If you think that my parenting style is a little bit harsh or it's a little bit hard, Personally, I mean, you're you're entitled to your own opinion because you got to raise your kid the way you feel is 
the right way, I guess. And I'm going to raise mine the way I raised mine for the simple fact that he is not going to get any unrealistic expectations about life. Nobody, and I'm sorry, this is bottom line, nobody is going to give you anything. No handouts. Oh, you know what? Here you go. Why don't you just go ahead and be the CEO of my company? Or better yet, here, why don't you just go ahead and take, because you're such a great looking guy, and uh, I, I, I believe in you. How about you just, here, take the reins to my car. No, ain't nobody going to give you anything. Anything worth having, of course, is earned. Now, I don't mind the trash talking. As long as you can handle getting your ass whooped and somebody trash talking you, if you can't, if hey, if you can't take the heat, <laughs> get out the kitchen. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, what I did to my son is the same thing I did to my soldiers while I was in the military. I provided them purpose, direction, and motivation. The purpose, to beat dad. The direction, basically in how, I provided him the game and I showed him how to win, i.e. story mode. And motivation, well, we already know what the motivation was. I beat the brakes off that young and <laughs> what more motivation do you need to get beat by your dad, an old man, and you the young generation? <laughs> my end state is clear. Well, if it ain't clear, it will be as I spit it out of my mouth, <laughs> so to speak. I want to develop a confident and highly competitive young man. Like I said, you don't get ahead in life by looking for a handout. Ric Flair. Oh, Ric Flair said the best. Let me get my best Ric Flair impersonation going. See, here we go. You talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, diggling, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Ha <laughs> ha! Eh, well, <laughs> that was kind of fun. I was a little nervous at that because, you know, that's Ric Flair. You don't want to mess it up. Now, I'm not a helicopter parent. I am not a helicopter parent, but I'm very in tune to my child. Like I said earlier, when it comes to discipline, I am the line. I don't think I did say earlier, but if I did, anyway. I'm the line, and yes, uh, kids are habitual line steppers to include mine. However, I am also a parent who is always impressed upon himself or his kid to be himself. I want my child to be himself. Another thing is this, regardless, right or wrong, on certain aspects, I don't want him to quit. I don't browbeat my son to where he feels that he needs to quit. That's why when it came to that point, when we were playing, and I saw him coming to that, like, I can't win, I'm gonna quit. I backed off. Now, him beating me, that was all him. That was all him. I, I considered him to say, well, I let him. No, I didn't let him win, I gave him a life. But if I was as good as I said I was, which I know I am, but I, I would have beat him with that one life. But the fact of the matter is, he was good enough to beat me. In the whole never quitting, the thing you need to also understand is fail. Because losing to me was failure. But don't let that failure define you. These, are, I mean, he's only eight. But these are lessons that you you teach children. And you once you teach them this lesson, you just keep focusing, re-emphasizing, and, and basically just making it that way of life. You know, oh man, you didn't get it this time. What you gonna do? I'm gonna work harder. I'm gonna practice, exactly. Life does not get easier. You make life easier by being prepared. I'm not gonna lie to you, okay? I'm not gonna lie to you. He is very, very much like me and he's very like his mother, very competitive. And he, he's been around me so much that he often imitates me and I have to laugh. But there's certain things that 
Sometimes I get an evil eye from his mother when he imitates me in a not so flattering light. So, this is my message to you parents, future parents, fathers especially. It's okay to love and spoil your children. Love them with all your heart. Provide them everything they need to be successful in life. And just because you laid a smack down on them candy asses, it's okay to say I love you when it's said and done. <laughs> I can't believe I said that with a straight face. Okay. But seriously, being a good parent is hard nowadays, and most kids just want mom or dad to spend time with them. The reason why most kids generally get into trouble is lack of attention from the parents. Now, I'm not saying that's a fact, but hey, if you're with your kid, you're spending time with your kid, what's he going to do? Get in trouble? I'm not saying your kid's always going to be perfect. Hell, I wasn't a perfect kid. I was probably one of the, man, I was not a perfect kid. I'll leave it at that. But when it came to my parents, especially my mother, there was no one perfect that she could see. And then, like I said, there's, there's a father is the line. A father does have his discipline love, but there's no love like a mother. And, and although this was mainly directed for, for fathers, there are some single mothers out there. And, and I know for a fact, there are some single mothers that are just as competitive. Uh, Serena Williams, I'm pretty sure, at some point, she's going to be doing the same thing. Shaquille O'Neal, I saw him playing basketball with his son and uh, little kids. And you know what? He wasn't giving them nothing because, bottom line, he knows in order to make them better, you got to push them. Don't break them. Push them. Because in the end, they're still kids. They're still forming. So make that experience a good experience. I hope that this was, and once again, you know, I don't like coming in with the back-to-back, hard, journalistic. And it seems like to date, there's nothing positive going on in the world. And I don't want to dwell on the positive because there's so much. Or I don't want to dwell on the negative because there are so many positive things going on. Take this podcast, listen to it, like it, share it, hey, play it again if you think it's funny. And if you learn something, at least from this guy right here, hey, give me a thumbs up, like, subscribe, follow. And once again, this is what a fledgling podcast. I'm trying to get my wing, trying to fly. So if you feel so inclined to donate something to the process, thank you. If not, just keep listening. Because every time you listen, the brother gets paid. (laughs) But with that being said, thank you very much. I appreciate every fan that I get, every stream that follows. This is Brian Matthews, Confession of an Ugly Black Man, and you've been fed.